You are now listening to Out of the Blank. And Evan, welcome to season two, brother. It's hey. been a journey. It's been a journey. Yeah, a lot of fucking stuff. <laughs> a lot happening. of stuff, dude. From talk, I mean, from bringing up microorganisms to philosophies to all the random stuff about cornflakes we started finding out. And now we <laughs> started from the bottom and now we're here. So what you, what you been up to, dude? Lots of lots of adventures. Went to, we'll probably get more into this uh, on the Revenge of the Geeks. That will be coming soon. Oh, don't tell the people Revenge of the Geeks coming. They've had <laughs> enough of it already. <laughs> we went to a, like a anime convention. That was a blast. Almost nothing uh, about it that was a blast that had anything to do with actual anime. But it was the people. Uh, after that, um, I am now enrolled in uh, Warwick. Boom, going to school and getting that degree, son. Absolutely. Starting in the fall, going to be a physicist, science boy, maybe. Definitely a scientist of some regard. Damn, you dived off the track from when you we first podcasted where you said you wanted to design comic books and teach people how to learn through uh, biology through comics. Oh, that's, that's still kind of my plan. Um, even then, my, the plan was like to get a... Uh, job in science rather than a job in art see robbie robbie listens to robbie listens to our conversations you didn't know that did you <laughs> perhaps i gotta i gotta dive into some of the bullshit we talk about i mean we talk about so much stuff when we all get together it gets a little bit ridiculous man yeah it it's fun though it's fun so fun i love this podcast a lot you, you got to do something, especially fill in the blank, like learning shit every day and then making it like, dude, that those were such like passionate things we just dove into, like being able to just talk for like 30 minutes and just be able to randomly route off about a topic from Nazis to cornflakes. Like, come on now, man. It's <laughs> I love the cornflakes episode, <laughs> man. I'm I'm just like. I'm I'm excited for it to be in school because not not only will I have more like time to do this regularly because work is such a hell of planning <laughs> around never the same schedule every week it's always nasty. Do you I'll have feel, a solid schedule in the school season? Do you feel like you're like you starting schools uh, leading you down a path where you kind of want to uh, at least get your life a little bit in line? Oh my God! Yeah, I, I'm ex I'm excited to just not be transient anymore. <laughs> you got to make sure you know your gender appropriations, though. You can't just randomly. Oh boy, I'm excited for the like forced consumption of. <laughs> class. I can't. I, I can't wait till your first week of school, and then afterwards, you're like, I don't want to do school anymore. I don't know why I started this <laughs> bullshit. I don't know why I'm doing this. See, I like our education system, but oh my god, once you're in class sitting there, it's like, God, I really got to do this stuff. <sighs> Plus, you took a year off too, so you're like, it's hard yeah. to come back from that. Like when I did a year off, and then I went to school, I was like, shit, man. But it's a little bit different when you go to college because everything's kind of all 
like you have your keys or you have your, like your ability to walk out of class. Like there's no need to raise your hand anymore to go to the bathroom. You just fucking go. That's what I'm looking forward to. Cause I, I didn't hate school when I went through like high school and stuff, but like the feeling that I wasn't an adult like I was like being looked down upon by your like teachers. It's just not nice, especially when you're 18 and like about to fucking leave. And like, you're already pissed off at being told what to do in general. You're just like, at that point when you're like, the worst thing has to be to be a high school teacher because you got to deal with so much kids that are just like already set. Like you're not telling me what to do. Like the fact I was in class and you know, so many people told me I was going to become nothing. You know, I had an army recruiter tell me, what do you want to do with your life? I'm like, well, I don't really know. And he goes, you know what you're going to be doing? You're going to be flipping burgers. I'm like, okay, thanks, man. Yeah, that's do. totally what I'm going to be doing, fucking asshole. <laughs> and like my buddy said on the on one of the podcasts, he was like, remember when that guy told you you're just going to be flipping burgers for the rest of your life? And I was like, yeah. And then I was like, that fucking threw me through a spiral too, man. Cause like you're impressionable at that age too. Like, I mean, you're just getting like trying to find out, become an adult and trying to find out who you are. Next thing you know, something's telling you you're not going to become anything. You definitely get to a point where you realize like, you know, all, all these people who used to have like power over you when you were like a child and like turning into an adult, they're like, totally clueless and dumb and they don't know what they're doing at all any more than you do at this point the weirdest thing to think of is that when you look at like older people and adults like if you just consider adults they're just people that grew up like they used to be kids and you're just like what and like it hit me the other day when some kid younger than me called me sir and i'm like oh shit (laughs) it's here being addressed as like a like a older entity by little kids who come into my shop. It's really I felt like I needed to buy slacks and pull <laughs> yeah. up, up below my nipples. Like I was like, I was fucking set, dude. I was like, that's it. I'm getting a Walker. I'm getting the van accessible that has the wheelchair thing for it. I'm already going into the old genre now. <laughs> I feeling like an elder is definitely it's, it's going to take a while to get used to. Cause if if you're older than like twenty, you're 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 fucking old to anyone who's younger in high kids, dude. <laughs> Screw it, I'm just gonna go with the motions, bro. I'm just gonna start being like, "Can you point me to the tapioca pudding, Shunny? I'm trying to get me some pudding for my soft jaws." <laughs> the kid's like, "What the fuck?" You're like. You're 20, man. You're old, but you're not that old. Like, but you look at me, and if you hit me, I'd probably <laughs> turn into dust. I, I find it fascinating, dude, because like, it, it, from hearing myself back how I used to think in high school and then hearing myself now, I'm like, there's been so much growth, and I don't know where it honestly came from. Yeah. I, I, guess. Can, I could definitely feel a growth personally in the last like couple of years. Like it, it's hard to totally explain because it's such a gradual thing. But when I was in high school, I had no fucking clue what I wanted to do at all. And like in, in like a two relatively short years, like I just totally graduated from that if i went into high school or into college from high school like i would have been fucked like i would 
I might have like tried to start doing art and like I I like art, but that's definitely not Yeah, going down the wrong path. Well, I mean, I feel like with podcasting, yeah. like listening to my first couple episodes and stuff, like I was like, damn, like I was like mentally a little bit crippled there. Like I wasn't experiencing the world yet. And now like hitting on after like doing hundreds of like podcasts now it's like whole whoa like i i have a whole new rational way of thinking i'm experiencing more and becoming more open-minded and i'm like damn there's a benefit to just associating with people anymore like yeah it sucks every day kind of walking to the store and trying to talk to somebody but dude being able to shoot the shit at freaking like midnight about getting killed by a coconut like those are moments you're like yeah like you gotta have <laughs> You got to have a relaxation thing. Like as much as I like to kind of like talk about like the world and everything, but you got to have your fun moments too, dude. Like you got to be able to experience like the bullshit laughter, these types of things. Cause they're, they're very formative in your years. Even as an adult, man, I think a lot of elderly people are just like, Hey, there's no way to be joking humor anymore. And I'm like, nah, man, my grandpa still draws and coloring books and stuff, Like he's 75 and just living his best life hiding candy in drawers and shit make sure my grandma <laughs> doesn't find it like those are those are things you got to be like you got to still have that inner kid dude you can't lose it but you got to know when to bring it out you can't just walk around acting like a child yeah like noticing that like the world we live in isn't that serious really like ch- like check making sure you're not like check checking to make sure you're not being like a dumbass it's by being a dumbass, you know, it's, you know, how I think you got to balance out life. When you see something bad on the news, you got to watch something funny on the internet, like a kangaroo boxing somebody or like, Oh my God. That's something the- outrageous, dude. You got to do something. <sighs> trying to, trying to live life in this current climate. It's, it's hard. There's so much, so many people like commit suicide just from existing in in this like society it's they're full dude they don't they don't know how to process anything anymore everyone's becoming a little bit too hurt it sucks but you know you got to make light of a situation you got to make it fun again you can't dwell yeah. on the bad stuff all the time or your life's going to be a wet towel dude i think like you got to dive into the realms and shit. Why don't, why don't everybody who's going through depression just look up why the hell Texas has more tigers than all of the wild of the world? <laughs> like, there's more tigers in just Texas than all of nature. <laughs> Let's just establish that being a fact. And that's just because they don't have a law that says they can't have tigers. So fucking Jim Bob's got to buy a t- damn tiger, and then he's got 13 of them, and then Billy Bob over there is like, well, he's got 13 tigers. Well, I'm going to get me 14 tigers. And next thing you know, it's a giant dick measuring competition on who's got the most tigers. It's, it's a shame. It, being able to, I don't know, t- taking a look at how like weird and f- like stupid and crazy the world we live in is, it's, why don't you focus on the good stuff, bro? Yeah. Why don't you focus on the fact that Raisin Bran was invented to prevent masturbation? That'll turn anybody's day into a good one, okay? You find out that, 
you want to go to the store and buy a damn box of Raisin Bran as soon as you get that it's information. So true. You, you, you want to see if it really makes you not want to J.O. that day, you know? <laughs> dude, I, got, I, I think my mind, like, I mean, I used to be a giant history buff, dude, but I'm telling you, I went down the rabbit hole with those conspiracy theories, dude. Oh, yeah. Yo, yeah. all right, so what do you think about vaccinations? Um, very useful and necessary. <laughs> yeah, but do you believe that they're putting something in it to get people sick? No. What? You never heard of this? I mean, I've heard of it. I don't think it's true. You can't tell me, dude, that like, even with, we'll, we'll hit that on a little bit later, but well, I'm talking about like with vaccinations, they're putting stuff in, in it. So when they inject you, maybe they can try to like, you know, the Tuskegee syphilis experiments that we podcasted about, like, you know, those types of things, those experiments, like injecting people with AIDS, injecting people with these types of things. You don't believe that's going on, dude, just so the government can make a little bit more money. I think that might be a possibility when it comes to some of this stuff. Why the hell, when I get a flu shot in my ass, I randomly get diarrhea. I don't know. <laughs> well what the what the like vaccinations are are little um deactivated doses of whatever the fuck they're trying to prevent with other stuff um so like you are being injected with a like deactivated version of the virus however you know that's just how the vaccinations work. Well, don't you usually have to cure something with another disease? Um, no, <laughs> not not usually. I'm usually getting my information from movies, and I think that one came from Brad Pitt's movie World War Z, where like the zombies wouldn't kill you if you were dying of something. <laughs> he just injects himself with like this disease, and like, oh, that's curable, but make sure he doesn't grab that one because then he'll die from it. I'm like, oh, yo, if you inject <laughs> yourself with something like AIDS, you're done. Okay, so did you hear about Michael Jordan being down here? I did. He caught a giant fucking fish, Marlin, white Marlin, from what I hear. You know what? I thought, thought for the longest time he had AIDS. For 21 years now, I thought he had AIDS. And then some guy told me, that's Magic Johnson. <laughs> I said, what? He goes, that, dude, that's Magic Johnson, that not Michael Jordan. I said, for 21 years, I've been thinking Michael Jordan has AIDS. The guy from Space Jam <laughs> that developed my childhood had AIDS. He goes, nah, you've been wrong for 21 years. Well, at least now you know. And I was like, uh-uh. I'm not changing my way of thinking. Michael Jordan's got AIDS. He might as well. <laughs> it's fascinating, dude, because like I'm like, I, it's like someone tells you something your whole entire life, and then you get told it's something completely different. You go into a well, spiral. It's weird because it's like it's this <laughs> it, Magic Johnson and Michael Jordan are it's very easy to get that mixed up in your head. The same like first letters, like shit. <laughs> I mean, if they didn't take out cursive in school, I probably would be able to tell the distinction between <laughs> Magic Johnson and Michael Jordan. <laughs> I mean, that's just true. Why don't they have a cure? We need to get cursive back in. They don't have a cure for AIDS, do they? Is it just like just not a thing anymore? It's just not as impactful. Like they found ways to deal with it. Um. Yeah, I, th I think the just general increase of sexual safety. Um. Just kind of weeded it out. Yeah, but you before it's like AIDS. It. 
like yeah there's no cure that exists for aids but like you have to do yeah but with like pr- protection like using in like sexual acts and stuff but yeah they like uh, the whole fact that like when he got apparently when michael or not michael i keep thinking michael jordan's got aids well, M- M- magic johnson's got when he had aids everyone thought it was like a death sentence but he's still living fine with like with it like it's just not active i don't know what they mean what they do to suppress it I don't think – I don't know exactly what they do to treat it, but AIDS definitely was weeded out through preventative measures rather than, like, a cure. I think they, they find ways to better treat people with AIDS, but I don't think it's curable. It says – so I'm looking at this website. This says avert.org. Um, it's about it's the HIV to AIDS cure. And it says researchers and scientists believe that we can find a cure for HIV. We know a lot about HIV as much as a certain cancer. Scientists are researching two types of a cure, a functional cure and a sterilizing cure. There's no natural cure or herbal cure for HIV. There will never be an AIDS cure because AIDS is a defining set of symptoms rather than a virus like HIV. So a functional cure would suppress the amount of HIV virus in the body. That's what they do with Michael, or not Michael, with Magic Johnson. Um, he's, he's just not active. I guess they just gave him some type of treatment that just like uh, suppressed it or put it in like kind of like dormitory. So it's like just it's just hidden yeah. away. So he doesn't feel it. That's pretty interesting, man. Because we do a lot with science. You see what they're doing now? Where they're now doing um brain transplants? What? Oh, you didn't hear about that? No. They started. They took out. They started with spinal cords, like detaching the spinal cord from the brain. And all right, so my fascination with this is where I start getting really, really like freaked out by technology. And I know you're pro technology, like robotic and all that. More, I'm still a Mormon when it comes to that. <laughs> I think the fact is they started taking um, in China, a um, USA scientist, because obviously you can't do it here. Uh, they were taking the spinal cords and like just spines of monkeys and dogs, and they uh, were taking them out and then putting them back in and they were the monkeys were still able to walk again like detaching it from the brain reconnecting it and now they want to start doing that with humans because they believe that they can take out and then fix the spine and then put it back into someone and then they'll have the ability they might have lost like be able to move their hands again be able to move their legs again i think that's i think that's pretty interesting and that's pretty awesome if it works but that's very very scary where we're taking technology I don't, I don't even see it's creepy and spooky to think of like humans being like real and machines and not like, like people, you know, but like it, it, it's dehumanizing to think of like removing a spinal cord and fix, fixing it and putting it back in. But like, that would be fucking amazing if that was like safe and like, <laughs> you know. Yo, did you see that uh, the Joe Rogan podcast with Whitney Cummings for her new comedy special with the robot that looks exactly like her? No. Yo, so there's that real doll company that makes real sex dolls, like the ones that are like basically like, they're yeah. completely lifelike. Well, they use the same – they use that skin, and they use the same mechanism they use for that robot Sophia, the one that just got rights in Saudi Arabia. 
Oh my God. Yeah, they use that. It looks exactly like Whitney Cummings, and it's very hard to tell. The only difference you can tell is when you're talking to it. The mouth only moves like a piece of the cheek. It does not actually move the full like motions and emotion of the mouth. But you would yeah. not be able to tell if they just sat there with their mouth shut. I saw that. I immediately turned off my TV, walked outside, stared at the sky, and was like, what's happening? <laughs> what's happening? Skynet, you son of a bitch. I know you're out there. Honestly, that excites me more than freaks me out. Why? I don't know. You just it's, hate people. I don't hate people. I want humans to become better. <laughs> <laughs> you you hate people. Don't lie to me. No, bro. Dude, you know how many times I've been driving with you, and next thing you know, someone cuts me off. I'm like, damn it, this asshole. And then you're just like, son of And you're screaming out the window. I'm like, bro, <laughs> bro, we're going to get shot. Like, uh, and you're like, and then you're still ranting about it like an hour later after it's already happened. I'm like, oh, what are you still holding on to that for? And I'm like, I understand where people are frustrating because people, they do the stupidest stuff sometimes. I like to think that give people the benefit of the doubt that we're all great, but I feel like a lot of the times people are not having their brain on anymore. I don't know, man. You talk about a robotic human race. They're already on autopilot, dude. So many times people are just stuck in the same routine. They don't even have a thinking process going on in their head. They're just like, pick up this, pick up that, pick up this, drop that, pick up this, drop that. Non-player characters. (laughs) How does that make you feel, dude? Like you talk about you being a tech guy, being all savvy and stuff. Like you, you, you told me specifically you have an inner scientist. So let me hear that inner scientist try and explain to someone that does not want machine parts. Try and weigh me to this. Try and sway me to your side. See, it's – I think the only way that, like, having machine parts on your body would be uncomfortable would be, like, if it would make you not human anymore, you know? Like – thinking about like yourself as a machine instead of a human person with like that is you that is your consciousness you know like uh, just the way i see it like most likely your arms your legs whatever has nothing to do with what you are you are the brain inside of your head so like you could take the brain out of your head and put it in like a fucking autobot and still be you i think when you think of the soul it comes down to your brain yeah that's probably where it stands i'm like they could take anything out of your body and replace it but once you start like messing with someone's head you're kind of changing the person in general like the fact that you ever you know sam kinnison that famous comedian that was like all, all outlandish had the joke about africa like Oh, you have no food in Africa? Well, guess what? You live in a fucking desert. You know what's going to grow here? <laughs> nothing. You know what's going to grow here 100 years from now? Fucking nothing. Pack your shit. Let's go. Like, he was all <laughs> screaming alcoholic, just randomly outlandish. And he was never like that before. Then he was hit by a car. And his brother wrote a book about it, my brother Sam. And his whole personality changed. I'm like, if you can go through things where you hit your head, you lose your sight, lose your sense of smell, you get a whole different accent from where you're from it really boggles my mind why people aren't trying to understand the human brain a little bit more 
see that's the thing like that that's why i can't really believe in like souls or like like a separate consciousness from your brain because like if if that were the case like brain damage wouldn't like do that to you you know i just like it changes who you are a lot of people don't believe in anything but the soul because it all cocks up to the concept of religion i don't have a problem with religion i don't mind it if that's someone else's boat but i have not experienced anything like that myself and i'll never truly know until i do experience it I do think that there is a strong, very strong evidence that we came from apes. Um, that is, I, I see too much when I go to the, like if you go to the zoo and look at a monkey, there's too much characteristics that we pull from them. Man. It just seems like what separates us from animals isn't anything really like crazy like spiritual it's more like the the running theory is that we developed like way more advanced brains because of like social interactions that we had with each other like well, an, an adaption survived too. better if you were able to interact socially and work in a group with your fellow people and like they you see in monkeys like if we didn't have brain capacities to handle this kind of thing that i'm about to explain we would have been fucked because like the like political backstabbing and intrigue and twists and turns they happen in monkeys you know like that that all those processes happen in monkeys we're we're not that far ahead from some of these like species of ape and primate that we encounter you know well, I mean, there's been thousands of, first of all, human fossils that scientists have uncovered, dude. Researchers looking at, the, like, changes in the brain and the body size of just people over the past six million years. I mean, there's been millions of tools, things from, like, figurines, paintings on caves, uh, footprints, and other things of human, like, just just being here, like, their behavior in the prehistoric record. Like, that's there. That's for that's 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 evidence we have and people like are like oh no that couldn't have happened only people are only six thousand years old i'm like i think we've been here a hell of a lot longer than that i don't think we were probably walking around with dinosaurs but i believe that we you know there was a point it's not that we were walking around with dinosaurs it's that like like whatever branch of life on the universe on the planet earth that became us was walking around with the dinosaurs. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know if we were walking around with dinosaurs. I definitely think like, if you look at how like scientists and archeologists are able to date like certain fossils and uncover certain fossils of like prehistoric, like humans, basically, I mean, throughout like just the fascination that like the fact apes, when they hunted, they decided to hunt in packs to get bigger, like bigger, like kill prize more animals like so yeah. to, if you're going to hunt a mammoth you're not going one-on-one -on -one with this thing you're going to get a group of people together and decide this is the most effective way of killing this thing and it's a it's a kill rate of like 100 percent rather than it being you know a 50 percent chance which is one-on-one and then they decided to develop tools i think it was a very very long process i don't think it was immediate like it didn't happen in 10 years it took hundreds of years to decide that like 
holy shit, if I stab this mammoth with a stick, it'll die faster than me just beating the crap out of it with my arms. See, that's, that's the interesting thing about technology because while evolution is like, it's not just hundreds of years, it's an insane amount of time, you know, like hundreds of that, like millions of years for like life on the like earth to randomly generate mutations and for those mutations to be useful enough to give them a significant advantage over the rest of the like creatures in their species for them to mate like a significant amount to have that trait be visible and create a new step in their like evolutionary chain that needs to happen over a ridiculous amount of time now that we have like humans smart enough to create technology only one person needs to be smart enough to make something for the entire species to get the benefit of it we've through technology the human race has elevated humans above evolution almost yeah we became top and of the that, that is why i am not afraid of like moving brains out of bodies and like putting like machines on human transhumanism you know because it's we're not going to evolve if we don't improve ourselves through technology ourselves you know yeah but you're looking at the 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 smart ways of where we would take it where i see humans taking it in a very dumb way that people are going to start getting artificial dicks and things of this <laughs> sort that we already well, have that's, that's fine too i don't see anything wrong with that okay hang on a second no 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 i don't care if you can there's people that like die now in medical procedures getting a rod shoved into their dick did you know about this <laughs> no you can get a rods from a small rod to a medium rod to a large rod to an extra large rod. First of all, I don't know who's – this is not McDonald's. You don't get like 25 cents more. You can get a large uh, drink with that. No, this is like any guy that's going to get that surgery is going for the extra large. You're not going for no <laughs> medium or so small. So you can take those options off the menu, thank you. But the fact that there's already been people that have died from this type of procedure where they just stick a giant rod inside of your dick. Like, you hear that? I don't see technology going in the best for humanity at that point. I see there might be certain types of people like Elon Musk where, like, I, I, am, I am fascinated with the brain implant, the, the chip that they're talking about doing. Like, this chip that lets you access the internet and lets you access these types of things. I like that. Because I can see where that would be a benefit, having the internet literally in the back of your head and also being able to download like Google Translate. That would be so beneficial for someone trying to learn another language and explore another country. Oh, yeah. But how many of those people out in the world, I'm guarantee you 98% of our population, especially guys, are going to be looking up porn all day on that thing. And that's fine. See, that's the thing. It's not that humans shouldn't be allowed to do whatever they want with this technology it's that like hopefully once we get there society will just shift from a point of like it'll it'll shift from like having working hard and doing what you want from from working hard in a job and getting enough money to provide for a family or whatever hopefully that like i think I think the correct term would be the Overton window 
the like mass uh, consciousness of what would be good would shift towards like self-improvement and becoming a better person yourself rather than like using all of your newfound freedom that technology has given you to do nothing. He says, oh, like that's, that's why I want post-scarcity because like people will, like I know I would, people would hopefully just like with all their newfound freedom do exactly what they want to do with their lives instead of having to work a shitty dead end job. And like in that same way, like people should have the complete freedom to like, get a like giant dick if they want or like uh, like do whatever the hell they want and i think that kind of science will thrive in that like post-scarcity environment because people just improving everything about what it means to live on this planet like being able to do whatever you want increasing the freedom of travel making everything faster you know yeah, but we don't have a fascination with wanting to live on this planet anymore. We have a fascination with colonizing somewhere else. That too. Like that's that's not what I. That's not all I meant. Living on the planet, like living in the universe. Yeah. Well, I'm like, why are we trying to focus on going out into space when we barely know anything about our brains? There's still 2.8 mil or 2.2 million species left undiscovered. They predict on land. There's about 6.6.8 left in the ocean. Um, I'm like, me, why are we, why are we focusing on outer space travel when you could be focusing on the, first of all, the closest thing to us, the earth that we're on and also our brains. Like we don't even understand the full capacity of the brain. Oh, I, I love the planet earth more than I can say, but it is in my opinion, foolish to not be extending outwards from the planet because I, if, if the planet earth gets hit by an asteroid bought by humanity. That's it. Game over. You know, that, that's, that's my simple response to that. Like, if, if, if the Earth dies at this point, so does the human race. Like, any one of, like, infinite possibilities could just, like, wipe the human race out of the universe. And what, like, most of them have to do right now with not being, like, spread out. Once we spread out, and like have a firmer basis of existence in the universe, that's when we can really start like getting into what is being human. Like what are people, what's the brain, what is consciousness? Hopefully before then we can like figure something out to do with immortality. So like we have the time to really, everyone can really get a sense of like what that is in their lifetimes without like futilely dying in the process. How about we just work on trying to fix the TV shows that are on TV nowadays? That's yeah, it's that simple. Like they suck. At least to me. I mean, I know they're not fit for me anymore, but it's like they brought back Rocco's modern life and I can't watch it anymore. I see it. It's too new. I'm like, Nope, 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 Nope. <laughs> I, I started watching that last night. It's, it's, it's different, dude. I'm like, technology is coming in a good way, but I'm not open to it as much as everyone is. I still don't want Alexa in my house. I don't want her being able to control most of my lights, uh, even though that would make my laziness factor so much better. I just find it, you know, I still should be able to get up and flick the light switch to turn something on rather than just being able to snap my fingers or clap. And next thing you know, bam, it turns on. I, 
I just see, I see it as a benefit for some people, but it's just not for me. And the problem is when I see technology increasing, it's going to be open for people that want to experience that. But eventually when most of the population has it, and it's going to be a requirement in society, like you have to have this to get scanned into a door opening up anymore or doing something like that. There isn't going to be, we're going to split the civilizations a little bit. Like society is going to become split, like people that are going to conform to new technology like that and people that aren't going to. So we're all going to be living in different groups. I don't like that because then I start picturing domes. I start picturing people <laughs> living in their own little isolated cities. The fact that, well, if you go there, just remember, they're still using airplanes. They don't have, they don't have teleportation yet. And you're like, what? Like it's going to be us, like how we look at people from Texas. Like everybody rides a horse. Like that's not true. But – that's the stereotype there. That's what it's going to be like though. Like the fact that you're going to look over and be like, Oh, he's part of um, old school Delta two. Yeah. They don't, they don't have teleportation yet. They still use car and stuff like that. You'll have to uh, probably buy a car down there because your technology is not going to work <laughs> over there. I'm like, what the fuck is going to happen? I don't want that. I don't want to be split from people. I just, I, I don't want them don't in think... my house, but I, I still want to be able to talk to them and converse with them. I don't think that's very likely when, when like, there can be like certain groups of people that would be so irrationally terrified of advancement that they would segregate themselves from the rest of the planet that's advancing. But it's already happening now. It's it's, it's just separating like, themselves from other people that just based on it, political and religious views. So you don't think that's going to happen when technology becomes a requirement? It's just I think it's more that everyone can like benefit from technology, not just like you know it's certain gonna end up parties. being like you're not cool unless you got a library card you, you're not cool unless you got the fucking penis implant or the brain chip i think it'll be um even better once we're post like scarcity too and there won't be like a monetary divide between like any humans you know are you, are you worried about our resources being very very limited a lot of people don't kind of chalk that up to a conclusion anymore. Everyone thinks that we're just going to have this stuff forever or it's not going to be out in our lifetime. I am terrified about it. Um, I used to be against GMOs, but I like it, to be honest with you. It just I, when it comes to the fact I that I love GMOs. They, they're one of the best solutions that we have. Um, see, the, the like worst part about all of this is that if, if we all united under one world government right now, we have enough food to like end world hunger like we have enough production of food to end world hunger well like homelessness and starvation shouldn't even be a thing the fact that they throw out food from grocery stores because it expires on that day doesn't mean if it's never been opened it doesn't still have a couple days left but they want to see you jump into the trash can and fish it out when you're homeless they want to see that they want that entertainment which is really really fucking weird I don't think that's quite true. How do you not think that's quite true? The fact that every single night at a donut shop, they throw the food out. The donuts, every couple of days, they throw those donuts out, okay? Right in the trash can. You can't donate that to a homeless shelter, people that are starving. I have witnessed with my eyes, Evan, some dick throwing donuts away in the dumpster and watching a homeless guy jump in the trash can and fish it out and videotape it with his phone. I'm not saying that's everyone. But seeing that 
that'll that'll piss you off, dude. That'll make you change your view on humankind a little bit. I like to give humans the benefit of the doubt. I think we have an aspiration to become great, but I think people all a lot of the time choose to compare themselves to others and they choose to be the piece of shit. Yeah, it's it's more common than is pleasant. I think I think technology plays a factor in that. Everyone wants to be a billionaire now because of social media. Everybody wants to be something that they're, they, they, they might not have the ability to be. I think everyone has an ability in this world to do something, but a lot of people focus on the wrong thing, which you waste most of your life trying to pursue. Yeah. That is people wasting time doing what they shouldn't be doing. Not even shouldn't be doing. People should have the freedom to do whatever the fuck they want. But like, of course. But I'm not going to be Jason Momoa, so I can't try and be Jason Momoa. I can't be a fucking seven foot two Hawaiian guy. I can't do that. So I'm not going to try and be Jason Momoa. I'm not going to get implants to try and be Jason Momoa. I think I'm fit for Robbie. I'm going to fit who I'm going to be. Yeah. Yeah. It's, Don't it's, give me that deep size stuff. You brought up technology. Now we're diving into it. You brought up technology. Don't, don't point fingers. <laughs> you brought up GMOs, and I just threw in homeless people diving in trash cans. They do it anyway, but I just don't think they should be getting their food from there all the time. I really like people that, like, instead donate that food, or they help people that are in that situation because they see some people as having the benefit of the doubt. I think a lot of people chalk up – when they see their life as shit, like, well, you could be in Africa. It's like, why are we comparing it to Africa? Why are we doing that? Like, why don't we say, hey, we have problems here and problems in our lives. Let's handle it instead of comparing it to some place that is experiencing twice that problems. There's definitely, so it feels like something's gone wrong in a lot of people's heads, you know, it, I, I guess this is entitled? just something what ev- everyone feels, but like it really feels like I've hit some level of bedrock sometimes when I when I once post scarcity in like a world what government. By, what, do you, like, what do you mean by post scarcity? Resources aren't scarce anymore. There's like, no, but no. how is how is that not going to be a thing? I know we say GMOs and stuff, but there's always going to be re- some resource that we're going to just drive it until it's gone. We're not going to, you know, the resource is going to become extinct. Like fossil fuels, that's running out, and people don't think it's happening. But I, I think we're. I mean, only, that's a limited resource. Like I think maybe it's not going to be now. It's not going to be a hundred years from now. But it's going to be down the road. We're going to have to figure out a new way to get our resources from somewhere. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, if we figure out, like, if we figure out some sort of like hyper, like, like, hi, like hyper efficient energy source, like having free energy across, like, all of the planet, that's like one huge step. Another one would be like finding some very renewable food source that, like, ending world hunger. That's another one. Like, so many of these things we could accomplish if we were all united as humans and not like just like different countries. And we're close. We're so frustratingly close with the internet and how 
and like world powers and the United Nations and stuff. If We're I frustratingly if close to so much of this stuff, but people like think it's not possible, so it's not going to happen. If I could give you things, everything, every resource, every tool, every whatever, unlimited power, basically, to do three things to society or to the world, what would you change first? Mm, first thing I would change... Like, if I could change anything, I want Anything. It technology, I don't care what it is. Anything that you can think of, just... Um, we would all have unlimited resources. That's it. That, that's, the, that's the, like, key. Because resources being, resources being scarce is the root of all problems. All right, how would you start getting us there? <sighs> Increase in scientific education. People... People being aware of, of that world as a possibility to work towards. So educating the system that, that's, a little bit. That, that gets back down to like why I want to make art about that, you know? Because I've already seen a lot of art about that exact topic. That's what got me interested in it. That's why, I'm, that's why I now want to work towards it myself. So you want to educate people on things that they could be doing and learning about to help grow and innovate society in a better way or just create a better place for the world to be more sustainable yeah so do you see people as being hive-minded very dumb like kind of just falling into the social norms of things and there's very few people that are scientists or innovators out there i feel like there are frustratingly few real scientists it's who... hard to, it's hard to be real though in a society or world that's so fake yeah that's i don't i don't think people on the whole are like are doing this out of bad will you know they're not it's not their fault that they're living life like this but well, nobody's gonna focus on the whole unless they got hemorrhoid cream you know what i'm saying like nobody's <laughs> yeah. nobody sees the immediate problem they just see things that are only in their own path i think you need to look at all perspectives exactly that's why it's frustrating because i can i can see why people don't think this is like likely or possible really but it frustrates me endlessly because i know it is you feel like you're you're a little bit too smart for some of the population <laughs> no that's not that's not that's not a knockoff to you i'm just saying like the way See, you that, think a lot of stuff like not just, that i think i'm smart it's that like it's 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 hard to say exactly what i like you're more aware of the things that are going yeah, on. Yeah, be being aware is not the same as being, like, smart, you know? Like, you can be a fucking genius and, like, also be a, like, dumbass. <laughs> well, yeah, book smart and common sense, dude. I think we've all met those types of people where you're like, what the fuck did you do? Do you not have common sense? You have a master's degree, sir, and you don't have common sense? It, it's, it's like people lack common sense. I think when they say street smarts and book smarts, that's a real thing. The fact that a guy who lives on the street and is never like even bothered with the education system can be smarter than a guy that's been locked into the education system when they're placed in different environments. Oh yeah. The education system itself, that, that going through the motions in education, even a higher education means nothing like really when it comes to that kind of 
What, I, I, it's, it's hard to say exactly what kind of thing that is. Maybe like... Maybe a way to say it would be like responsibility. Like real responsibility. Like t being able to take it upon yourself to change the world and not like letting the excuse of it being someone else's problem if if it fucks up sway you like you you got to take the responsibility of changing the world upon yourself and not let anyone else have that responsibility over you even like let, let's say like you can do something to uh like stop a student or a from like being bullied or something and like so you go and tell a teacher and you tell the teacher and then like they they do their job inadequately and the kid gets bullied anyway and, and then you say to yourself well i tried my best i told who was like quote unquote responsible and they didn't do their job adequately and they still got bullied you it's the difference between doing that and saying well I shouldn't let that happen at all. I'll do what I can do myself to stop the student from getting bullied, no matter the cost. But it's, is that people losing, that difference? Is that people losing drive or losing just persistence in general? It's not exactly either. It's something. It's something more unfortunately wrong with the human race. That pe people, people give up when it gets too hard. It's not just when it gets hard because people will do stuff that is ridiculously hard if they're the only ones there and they're the only ones who can do something. It's, it's the diffusion of responsibility that's a huge issue. People not, like, someone who might go and, like, save a kid from being hit by a car if they're the only ones there might not do it if there are 45 other people on the sidewalk, you know? Yeah. Like that, that kind of diffusion of responsibility is what I'm talking about. People, people not acting on their own accord and letting people take responsibility from them, I guess. I, okay. I, I, okay, I see like what you're that's saying. That's what I'm saying is the difference between like a scientist who is really trying to further humanity and, and a scientist who, and I don't even know if that's, I don't, I don't have enough personal experience to say that's even true because I haven't interacted with enough scientists. I, it's, I'm you're so, talking about self-heroes, dude. Like That's what you're basically talking about. The I, yeah, fact that's that a good way to say it. Like, hold on. Let me, let, me, let me get it out. Let me get it out. Let me get it out because you're, you're doing some pause breaks. You're getting, I'm about to start playing the da-na-na-na-na-na-na. <laughs> well, hold on. I think what you're trying to say is like self-heroes. Like The fact that one guy on the street seeing a person in trouble is going to be more willing to help out and it's going to be in a different scenario. He's not going to want to help out if he's in a group of other people that are around him because he's going to feel like he doesn't know how to, I guess, do his moral act in a way. The fact that you're, you're going to expect someone else to do it rather than yourself. If you rely on other people to act out, it might not ever happen. The exactly. fact that if you think if you're going to be the first person to travel to Mars then you got to do it. You have to, you can't give up that drive to do it just because you might believe that someone else is going to get there first or someone else is already working on getting there because that might not ever happen. That, per that person might not be out there yet. He might not come for another hundred years. So you're missing your opportunity. Exactly. You could, 
that's a like heroic, like you could call it heroic responsibility. Like no matter, no matter how it plays out, if it fucks up and goes wrong, it's your fault. You are at fault if anything goes wrong because it was your responsibility. Even if someone else had the responsibility on paper officially to do something about it, if they fuck up, it's still your fault. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, you can't, that, you can't that, leave your passion or drive in the hands of other people. You have to kind of pursue exactly. it yourself. I can agree with that. I, I can agree with that. You lost that's, me a little I, bit. but I feel like that's the difference between a lot of people and – I guess me, if if that's what I'm saying, but yeah. Yeah, well, what I was saying, you're more aware of a lot of things, which chalks up to the reasoning of you getting so frustrated with people nowadays. You notice yeah. when they're being idiots and when they're not thinking for themselves anymore, they're just thinking on autopilot. They're doing things and not adapting to the scenarios around them. Every day, everyone rolls around on autopilot, and no one understands that every day is completely different. You can't roll on autopilot every single day because there's something different happening. It could be raining out. It could be sunny. It could be cloudy. It could be something different is happening. There's something out there. You know, I, I took, uh, you know, just in my own interpretation and experience, knowledge is, I think, experience, whether you choose to experience the education system, whether you choose to experience street life or not even choose to, but you're thrown into, you, you have to adapt to the situations that are fit for you. You can't choose to, a lot of people hear the, like, always chalk up to like, sayings like bruce lee like you have to you know god gave you this road because you're only tough enough to walk it they chalk that up to just dealing with all your problems that are in your life and not projecting them out onto other people that is true but you need to realize those experiences are your own experiences you have those experiences for a reason too you know the fact that i got two flat tires within three days of each other on separate uh, separate days after getting one fixed my other one went out all because of nails was it some asshole on a truck just dropping nails in front of me? I don't fucking know. But I tend to turn that in like that's my problem I have to deal with, and I'm not going to project it out onto anybody else, even though I was frustrated at the time. It's difficult to have that rationale thinking when something like that happens because people are on alert a lot of the time, and when a problem comes up to them, they don't know how to deal with it. They get overdramatic, and they overreact, and they start freaking out and becoming angry at others around them, which creates a terrible environment and causes someone to shoot up a store. That, that is definitely something I need to work on. I, I need to work on my being frustrated, even though I can't do anything about it, really. Like pointless frustration. I, I'd like to, that's something I need to work on and eliminate that. Well, it's not, it's not even a personal fault of yours. It's the fact that you're smarter than a lot of people out there when it comes to common sense too. You recognize ignorance. You recognize, you know, being selfish. You, I, you, you know, I, I've witnessed you try and help people go out of your way to help people. I've witnessed you like, you know, have proper manners and these types of sorts that make you at least a functioning person in society. But too many people are losing that nowadays because of the fact that like they think, you know, they can just act a certain way or do a certain way because they're already in kind of a negative state of mind as it is. You know, society's a, lacking creativity in a way, man. I, that's more of a personal issue too when I was saying about being frustrated because when I'm, when I'm out and about and situations arise, I can deal with them 
flawlessly. I can remove, I can remove my personal self who is like frustrated and scared or whatever from a situation and deal with the situation as it comes like to my like fullest ability while I'm there. I get frustrated and like I let it affect me when I'm alone at home. Like when I start thinking about it later, you know, when it, when it's happening, I, that's when, when, when that's, when it's happening, that's when I can remove myself and be fully me. I think people just need to learn how to curse a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> makes helps. it like how many times you just walk around the house and just drop a random, like F like fuck. Oh, like how, how, I, or I, shit. I, I I sound like you have Tourette's when I'm, when I'm like just walking around. Yeah. And you're not even angry. You're just, just <laughs> not angry at you're all. You're just blurting it out. Like, I feel like a lot more people, if they did that, they'd be a lot calmer when they go out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, everyone that, always asks me like, are you upset? I'm like, no, I'm not upset. I'm just fucking cussing. They're like, why are you talking like that? It's not the right way. It's like, what are we establishing as right here? I'm not getting angry. I'm not going out and running over somebody with my car because I'm frustrated. No, I'm in my house trying to make something and I can't find the damn fucking spoon to make my damn soup. <laughs> exactly. And I don't, I don't say that to sound like I'm ignorant or anything. I'm just saying like that you cuss in your everyday life, whether it's a slip off your tongue or whether you try and be straight edge, but you know how hard it is to be straight edge just because you want others to see you that way. I think when you start displaying what others want to see you as you're already losing the true aspect of what you're supposed to be. Um, I think a lot of people nowadays, like, you know, they lack common sense because we're in a world of seriousness, serious sensitivity. We, we want it. We're afraid to harm other people with words that we say, we're afraid to bother anybody. If it bothers them, they, that's their choice to let that bother them. They need to speak up if it bothers them, but they don't need to be outlandish and feel like they need to cry out every time they stub their toe. The fact is you need to learn what is it internal problem and what is an external problem when it starts bothering us a huge number of the population like let's say with the gender thing that's a problem you need to fix society needs to fix and be more open to anybody that has that train of thought but you also need to understand that you can't force people to be open to it you have to let them come to that reasoning themselves which i say is experience is the best way if you had someone that hated another race i think the best thing you can think of is to put both of them in a room together and talk it out and get their life stories about it a little bit it opens up your mind that has worked the best that anything ever has i i, I heard a ted talks about um it was a black man he was like a like a drummer in a band and like he became very close friends with who was the like current grand wizard of um the kkk at the time and like over the years they became such friends and like it, it just totally swayed this this person who was the leader of the kkk into being a like not even a little bit racist anymore you know like well, I, i've podcasted totally renouncing what he used to be and you know I, hold on i've podcasted with people that have done ted talks i've podcasted with people that have been 
doing TED Talks after they've experienced a car accident where they were hit in Haiti or something and they experienced severe brain trauma and they're trying to relearn everything of that sort. I've experienced TED Talks with people from Australia that do TED Talks on coming back from the war with PTSD. Yeah, that's right. The podcast has gotten out there. Evan. I've expanded my reach to them Australians. And I've also podcasted with uh, uh, like one of them I can reference, Sean Douglas. Like the fact that he from 2008 had a gun in his mouth and now he motivates people to get their lives and realize that there's not, there's not, the world's not so dark. You hear these types of people. It's not that, that, that's why I like to tell people as they come along. Boy, you're jumping off on a journey before I finish my rant. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. But talking about overcoming that problem, he just puts it in real terms. Like, Hey, I experienced this and decided to take in the easy way out. I decided to realize that these are problems that are affecting me now and not going to affect me in the future. He uses that and motivates people in his way of talking, trying to create a sense of realness. I think a lot of the times people lose sense when they look at actors, when they look at comedians, when they look at all these famous people, they lose the realness factor. They just see the fantasy side. They don't see the real problems these people are going through. When you see Johnny Depp, you see Pirates of the Caribbean. You see him owning 46 houses, even though he only lives in one. Um, he keeps buying houses. I don't know why. We're probably going to see Pirates of the Caribbean number 28. <laughs> but still if that's what he wants to do that's what he wants to do but the fact is he got in trouble for um apparently domestic violence over his with his wife and it turns out like a bunch of people went against him for that even though people came out close to him saying that he he was he's not a hitter he's not that type of person and it turns out the wife was just after his money because after they got divorced she took like half of his stuff like it's all we're all looking at the fantasy side actors go through shit comedians go through shit you know, the only fact is TMZ is the only one out there videotaping that shit for you to see. It's their dirty laundry being hanging out the dry. Once you realize the concept, everyone's got dirty laundry. You just realize like we're all just people, you know, nobody. Exactly. Even- Everyone is awful and awesome and beautiful and ugly and terrible. That's that's why humanity is so interesting and great. <laughs> Yeah, you have to choose what you want to be. If you want to be terrible, then you're choosing to be terrible. Do you yeah. think you should be terrible? No. But, you know, that's it's not I don't have the keys to your life to drive you anywhere. Like you have to drive yourself. You have to know which way you're going. I can give you directions and routes to get there or get to be a better person, but you can literally take all of my advice and shove it out the window. I don't give a shit. The fact is, I'm going to do my best to try and not harm anybody else with something I'm trying to create. The fact is I'm going to do my best and what I think is my best. And I'm going to keep on experiencing other people's thoughts, experiences, and stories just to the fact that I can better inform myself on stuff that I'm not open to, or I'm not even, I don't even know anything about. Yeah. (sighs) It's, it's, it's hard. <laughs> Life is hard. I mean, it definitely isn't easy. Shit, dude. I, I know that firsthand. You know that firsthand. Everyone that's been on this earth longer than a year can understand what life is hard. The fact is, I wish I can go back to a kid where I didn't have to worry about all the real world problems, but I can't do that. So I'm going to give what tools I have now and what power I have now to try and my, make my life better. I plan on, you know, coming up in winter. I want to travel. I want to go all over the country. I want to go all over into other countries. I want to, I, I have money saved away for a specific reason. 
And the fact is I need to educate myself more from people from other countries, from people um, around at least the U.S. and be able to inform myself from everywhere. I can't make justifications on places I've never been and I can't justify people I've never met. Yeah. That, I, <laughs> I, a lot of fucking work and I guarantee you it's going to be a lot so of much hours. Work. But I'm, 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 I'm driven to do it, dude. I can't, I can't sit here and try and spout out information if I know nothing about the place or the thing I'm talking about. Yeah. I, I think we all need to be a little bit more cultured. Well, I think a lot of people don't understand what it's like to be a minority somewhere. Being a minority, being Chinese, being different at all. Like it's not, and not like, it's so hard. Like everyone is fucking different. So people just need to, I just want to take, take a look at people who are really different from you. That that's just a way to hammer it into your head that even the people who live right next door to you are different from you. You know, like I just need to have a scenario where I can take any person and put them in a different country with people that don't look like them and watch how in five minutes they're immediately beating the shit out of everyone in, that's around them. Just because they're going to freak out because they're not used to, especially in this country, they're not used to being the outlier. A lot of people are not used to being a minority. I've been a minority and experienced that throughout a lot of my life. I've always kind of dived into other different looking people than myself, um, whether you want to consider race, gender, whatever. I, you know, I work at a hotel. I work around Hispanic people all day. I work around black people all day i i don't i don't see race as a, as a thing anymore it's obviously there but i don't think the only th the only thing you should have on your census test that where you require what race you are it should be i'm a robot or i'm not a robot that's the fact <laughs> we're all people living together i've experienced what it feels like to be secluded and i've also break broken down that barrier hell it's taken a long while and sometimes it, even days now i feel like that barrier gets rebuilt right back up the fact is a lot of people aren't open because they're very closed off to their social groups the fact that when you were in school there were social groups it starts at such a young age people being divided I say people, you know, everyone is just so, everyone's the same people like that. The thing about like going to different countries, it's, it's not about seeing that people are radically different from you. It's finding the inherent commonalities between everyone, no matter how outwardly crazy and different they seem like. What's crazy is that like, if you go, you go to like a, african impoverished country you'll still find people laughing at fart jokes like <laughs> we like all that, have we're all the fucking same and they're all connected at the base we all have the same stuff we all like like we all are connected in a way humans are all connected we have a in our human nature in our dna to help one another when something serious happens yeah. you know when there's a serious terroristic attack People come together. Race is not a thing anymore. People are people. We all need to work together to solve this issue. And then when it's over with, we can go back to hating each other, which is ridiculous. But the fact is, we're all very, very much the same, but we're all so fucking unique when it comes to our creativity. Exactly. 
which yeah. makes people very, very, uh, I don't, ironic. <laughs> it's it's hard, dude. It's like trying to explain that. It's like it's a, yeah. It's, it's like opening up Pandora's box. You don't know what the fuck's coming out. If we if we get to the point, I think the ultimate, like like that for the human race will be if we ever meet aliens if we ever have like like worldwide proof of aliens i feel like everyone will stop being so like weird to other human beings because things are so balance of probability there are things in the universe that like are people that we can't even comprehend you know like that could be fucking like crystal people for all we fucking know. Yeah, like, why do we gotta think they're little green men that want to probe your ass? Like, like the four four arms, one head, brain, flesh bags that are people that we call people probably aren't the only form of conscious life in the universe. Like, you there could said be four arms. The fuck are you counting? F- four four limbs. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> I was like, I don't have four arms. <laughs> I'm missing two extremities. Four limbs, one head. Like, there's probably so many different forms of intelligence in the universe that looking at, a, like, two different human beings and saying that they look anything more different than, like, two different kinds of, like, grass, like, <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. I, I don't know if aliens have came here yet. And if they have, they definitely have not revealed themselves. They might have accidentally been killed and we might have a body or something. But I don't think they want to communicate with us really because they still see how underdeveloped we are. And like, like if we meet aliens, who fucking knows what they'll be like? Like, there's there's always the possibility that like, yeah, like the only real form of life evolved in the universe looks like a human, like a humanoid, like four limbs, one head, like that's just what intelligence in the universe is. That'd be interesting and weird in and of itself. But I think if if they were going to look like us, it would be the fact that they're trying to relate to us in a certain way. Yeah. Like they don't want us to feel like, obviously not going to come down with some, alien with like four fucking heads they're not going to jump down and be like that because that would scare the living hell out of us no they're going to try and look as close to us as possible to kind of make sure they can slowly bring us to the fact that there is other life out there we can find intelligent life that's like sea creatures you know it's 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 ridiculous looking at two humans and seeing them as anything other than two humans you know having it be like a mexican and a black person or whatever like everyone when you look at it like from a cosmic scale is the fucking same i think people come down to the basis of only being different when it comes to what they want in the world everyone's got a certain idea or picture of what they want to accomplish but i think a lot of people choose not to pursue it on the base need of being scared yeah, it's it is scary to try and do things differently off the script. But why does it have to? Why does there have to be a script? I you'll get no answer from me. There shouldn't. 
what do you think it what do you think we could do to change that man i mean we're we're we're, we're the younger generation here we got to think about what's going what we're going to be able to do to change things of this sort just try and do what i was saying and take responsibility for the world you know do you think you need to drop more people off on like an island where they have like no food and see what happens no it's it's, it's a it's a plausible scenario you're going to learn how to develop right or you'll die exactly <laughs> that's the only thing in the history that has been us developing is the fact that we needed to to survive i think we lose that and i think if we brought people more to that and you didn't have freaking amazon prime to ship food to your fucking house or uber to bring it there you'd you'd have to learn how to feed yourself again okay, yeah I can, I can see that like working but I, I don't I don't think any real version of that is necessary, probably. Well, if I was going to ask you what would the predictions be for the next 20 years of society, what would you say? Are they good or are they bad? It's so hard to fucking say. <laughs> it is. But the, why is it so hard to say? Why can't we be like, oh, it's going to be so beneficial, but we can't even say that anymore because we don't know how freaking nuts people are nowadays. Exactly. I have no idea if, like, <laughs> see, I, I'd like to think that, um, I'd like to think that science will progress insanely far, but I'll, I'll just have to make sure it happens myself, you know? That's what I'm saying. Don't be relying on others for, to do something. You have to try and do that yourself. Exactly. And I, what do you plan on doing that do you think is going to change? What do you think you're going to try to rely on scientifically to advance our society for a better future? That I have no idea yet. I'll get back to you. You get back to me? Maybe in like 10 years. <laughs> Out of the blank season 10? Yep. I like that. 10 more years. <laughs> 10 more years of spouting nonsense to the people. I think I should be a preacher. You really could. You got that. You definitely got that quality. <laughs> I think it's the fact that I can sway people sometimes when I talk. Yeah, I you really mean, can. I don't mean to, but I try and be as real as possible. But I feel like afterwards, people are like, well, you convinced me. I'm like, I wasn't trying to. And they're just like, you're too late. You already convinced me. I like <laughs> I start a freaking parody religion. Just start letting people go off. I dived in heavily with the freaking parody religions, man. Oh, yeah. The Jediism and pink unicornism. Invisible pink unicorn. And then don't forget freaking United Church of Bacon, where I'm an ordained minister. Oh, my God. When are you getting married, bro? I need to get this license going. <laughs> I need to get some marriages under my belt. Uh, maybe... maybe. I'll, I'll get back to you on that too. Are you going to marry a robot? Maybe. Would you be comfortable with a robot wife? Uh, Instead of making sandwiches, she's I'd be, I'd, oil in a cup. I'd be as comfortable with that as like any human if it was like a intelligence, you know, you if think, it was really. Do you think the fascination with people that would dive into, I mean, if robots become a thing in like everyday life, like automatrons and stuff, I mean, someone's going to end up fucking one. So let's just talk about like 
do you see that's just well, that's the thing who's to fucking say that like a ai robot would want to date me <laughs> but who's to say they wouldn't exactly if things would have to uh develop naturally i wouldn't be able to say either way you wouldn't want one that was programmed to love you no that would, that would literally be rape how would that be rape <laughs> you're giving machines rights at that point, which Sophia already has rights, but now exactly. Isn't that kind of weird? We can't go down the road of making artificial intelligence and not giving them rights. Like it's awful. It always leads back to technology. Cause if you think about it, like it's scary to think that like everything's going to be machine automated one day. It's going to be like the Luddites where these people are just rising up to destroy machines that are taking all the jobs. You know what I mean? Like, the fact is, you still need to have interaction with people nowadays. We barely experience it as it is. The fact is, like, if we try and just take away that in general, just be, that human interaction in general, people are going to get a lot crazier, I think. People are going to start shooting up more places. People are going to start freaking out more. People are going to be more alert on things. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm 100% for, in some cases, dealing with machines, just like when it comes to not dealing with the person at McDonald's that's usually pissed off and doesn't want to make me my damn ice cream. But the fact is, you have to look at the fact that, like, have you experienced not talking to someone for a very, very long time, just people in general, like for like, let's say a couple months or maybe a year, and then you finally talk to someone and it's like, it's a hug for your soul in a way because you feel like, Oh shit. Like it's nice to kind of talk to someone again. Um, not, not for like months or anything, but yeah, I have, uh, that's what I'm relatively, saying. Relatively, I, I haven't actually, I don't think I've ever actually totally isolated myself in that way, but, but you've still experienced like what it's like to kind of talk yeah, like, to people again, sometimes like after talking, not doing it for a while. Sometimes I'll only go, talking to my family for a like long period of time and like well i love my family and everything it's different than like talking with friends like you do, you're not always totally real with your family yeah well i mean you don't want to be real around your family because you feel like the real side of them is going to get you in trouble which is very weird because the one thing you're supposed to be comfortable with is your family exactly <sighs> I think we've been going for a long time. It's oh yeah, it's been like over an hour. Oh, you were oh you were time counting me on this, were you? No. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you know what, man? It was cool having you on season two for sure, dude. We got to get a revenge of the geeks on this one. Season two, all the way. Ten more years of Rick and Morty. A <laughs> hundred years. Ten more years of getting swifty. <laughs> Thanks again for being on the podcast again, Evan. It was awesome talking to you, dude. It's awesome talking to you too, man. Um, this new setup we got here, I can probably do this way more often too. I just do need to get off pretty oh, soon. Are we bringing it. back fill in the blank? Definitely. Definitely. Fill in the blank, It's that'll be way easier because we can just do a couple topics. I won't have to go over to your house every day, you know. You don't like seeing me? You no. don't like my cream soda That's I offer you? Saying. That's what I'm saying. That'll be way easier in the coming months because I'll have a very, very reliable schedule. We'll be able to make way better plans than like, hey, you free tomorrow? Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening to Out of the Blank Podcast. Yeah, dude.